welcome to Seasons of Skyrim, a custom 5th edition D&D adventure that focuses on the stories of our characters as they explore the world around them. I am your host and DM, Scott. Hi, my name is Shannon. I play Arnis Grey, or Grey the Great, to my fans. I am a half-elf bard. Hi, my name is Chris. I play Vale the Changeling Rogue, sometimes known as Kara Frostfall or Lord Carver Golddagger III. Hi, my name is Nate. I play Darvin Grimm, the Human Monk. Thank you for joining us. Please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. When the butterflies come to Old Barberry, it is a joyous occasion. The townsfolk spend months preparing for the festival. This year is different. Darwin and Arnis find themselves rather attached to young Catalina's party favors, and suspicion abounds in regards to the cause of it all. Can they figure out what's going on before it's too late? Well, they've only got so much time, and it is not on their side. head right back to the Nectar Pond, rush upstairs to your room, and what? Attempt to take the wings off. Yeah. Constitution saving throw, both of you. Shit. Shit. Shit, shit, shit. Shit, 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 shit. It's an 11. I'm going to wait now. I got a 10. They don't seem to want to come off. How many times a day can I attempt to take them off? You can attempt as many times as you want. I would like to try again. Okay. You reach back and you grab a firm hold of it. As you start to pull, there's a little bit of pain along just outside of your spine. Do you want to keep pulling? Yes. Mm. Give me a strength check first. Yikes. Just a straight up check, not a saving throw? Um, this could be athletics. Yeah, athletics check. Give me an athletics check. Okay. This isn't a saving throw. Fifteen. Give me a constitution saving throw. 17. You reach back over your right shoulder, grab one of the wings, yank it off. There's just a distinct sensation of ripping along your skin. You feel it just like get pulled out. Like someone grabbing onto a fingernail and yanking it off your finger. You're going to take some damage. It's like three damage as you rip this thing off of your back. Is that all of it, or is that only half of it? You got the right wing off. Shit. Okay, I suppose I can't see this, but, like, am I am I bleeding? Yes, yes. If anybody looks at your I back, would they, investigate see, the they see a line of red down your back. I want to investigate the wounds and see if I can understand what's going on with the wing and how it's attaching. People are turning into fucking butterflies. That's what's happening. It's, give me uh, medicine or investigation. Either one of those two will work. That's fine. For the 15, my investigation. You look, and it is very much like like she had something here that was physically part of her, and someone just ripped it out. That had to have hurt. And there's a line about maybe a finger's width wide running down his back next to his spine uh, that is just, like, slightly bloody now. It's a good thing you pulled him off now. Okay, I'm doing the other one. Or athletics check. <laughs> if I don't do it today, it's going to be worse tomorrow. And who knows, with the one wing still on there, the other one might start to regrow. I don't know how it works. So True. I guess I have to do the same. Mm. 15. Okay, constitution saving throw, please. 
Oh, eight. It is very much just like the last one. You take two damage this time as you... You can feel the ripping, just like the flesh tearing between you and the wing as you pull it off and throw it on the ground. I think I'm done working today. Just... I'm just, I'm not, I can't go back to work today. <laughs> I can't, can't do that. I do look down, and it's, it still seems partially made of paper, like, near the outside edges, but as it gets closer to where it was next to your body, it seems more real. More of a living okay. tissue. Butterflies. Cool. Darvin, what would you like to do? I gotta get mine off. <laughs> I don't want to after what I just saw, but I'm a tough cool. guy. I'm not, hey, it'll make it off now. for you. It'll be better today than it will tomorrow. Nah, you don't, you don't have to do it yourself. I, you I was, let somebody else do it if you want. Nah, I got this. Okay. okay. I was gonna suggest we help each other, but since she did it by herself, I don't feel like I have to. Yeah, Arnis did it too. all by himself. Like a badass. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna look like a wimp, but let someone else do it. No, I wouldn't do it. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy. Give me an athletic. Hefty, hefty, hefty. Sorry. Athletics. Yeah, athletics. As you reach behind, grab a wing, and yank it. Ooh, that comes right off. Like yanking a bandage. Roll constitution with advantage. I'm gonna give you advantage on the saving throw. Because that was like real fast and real clean, what you just did there. It's not going to help much. That's a nine. <laughs> I'll try, buddy. I appreciate it. Sounds pretty fun. Uh, so you'll take two damage as you rip this off. It was real fast, but it just stings. You can feel a little bit of the pulse there from where it was attached. You can go for the other way? Yeah. All right. Grab on and yank. Twelve. Rolling constitution with disadvantage now. Yeah. Passing and failing are different things. Did you roll? Oh. Not a lot of damage. Oh, you only take one damage this time. But it left, like, a real ragged tear along your skin. Yikes. Like, the first one was a nice clean line. Like, just a little... Almost like someone took a knife to it. This one is just... Like, you had to grab it and yank it side to side a bit as you went down. And some of the skin there just tore a little bit. Your backs are both real tender right now. What's the plan? Need or something. The first thing that I'm gonna do is I'm gonna like I know we haven't taken that much damage, but I don't want it to seem real obvious that like we have (laughs) lines on our back. So I'm gonna heal us. Sure. Um, I'm not gonna use cure wounds. I'm just gonna use healing word. How much do you need to heal for? Three. You're back up to full health. Yeah, thank you. How much did you give him? Technically six. But he doesn't need that many. Um, and then I'm gonna do the same for myself. Okay. I'm gonna mark it off. I don't really need you to a bit more either. Damage. Yeah, but I only took five, and five is my bonus. Right. So. <laughs> oh. The flesh pulls back closer to your body, and there's definite lines there. You'll each have just these pair of lines running next to your spine, but they've stopped bleeding, and it looks kind of just like scar tissue right now. Thank you. That feels better. Oh. Does it still hurt? There's a, a slight throb to it. Okay. I mean, the point was really to get rid of the like blood and the bleeding, <laughs> right, right, rather than like the pain. Well, it turns out slight you're the scar. smart one, Kara. Would have known. Right. Okay. What would you like to do? What time is it? Uh, three. About three. So it'll uh, be down about an hour. Yeah, we, we should have... put them somewhere in case they try to like. You know, huh? Reattach? Yeah. 
you want to just like hide them in a drawer? Yeah, or yeah. bury them in a field or throw no, them in like, the burn ocean. Well, it might be handy to keep them around. For... There's that big fire pit in the middle of town. You can drop them if you wanted to. I don't want to do that. That's really conspicuous. Plus, I think it might be beneficial to keep them around to investigate if you know. So let's empty out a drawer or something, yeah, and yeah. then put just put all of it in. Sure. You move some of your stuff out of one of the drawers and shove the wings in there. Close it. Okay. We're back out. Oh, doing whatever. We probably got enough time to do one last thing before uh, nighttime. As we're, like, working, I want to see if I can catch Catalina again. Absolutely you can. One more question. can if you have a big enough butterfly net. (laughs) It takes you, you know, like 15, 20 minutes. But you eventually spot Catalina and her friends. She's she's walking now. She's not running around the city anymore. What do you want to do? I want to flag her down. Okay. Um, hey, Mister. Hi. So, uh, Catalina, I have I have one more question that I forgot to ask you the other day. If you're if you're willing. Yeah. Do you recall like where you were or what you were doing right before this happened I, to you? No, I just noticed them one morning. Okay. Do you know what you were doing the day before? Getting stuff for the festival, but I do that every year. Yeah. As you're talking, she's kind of itching at Adam, like along the edges, like around her collarbone area. Have they always been itchy? Uh, a little bit. More more today. More today. Okay. When was the last time she took her wings off? Catalina, when was the last time you took your wings off? Or your antenna? I sleep them. I wear them, like, for the full month up to the, uh... Up to the festival. Well, as soon as we make. Do you do you mind, Catalina, if I take a closer look at your wings? I'm not gonna. You don't have to take Go them right off. Ahead. But oh, these are real nice. These these are the first ones I made this year. How long ago was that? I say as she's investigating to keep her talking comfortable. It was about three weeks ago. They look plain, not alive. Have you met, aside from us, anyone else that was weird or strange or had any weird animals bite you or anything like that in the last month? (laughs) Maybe a mosquito, but that happens to everyone. It's nothing out of the ordinary. No. Nothing strange. I didn't encounter any weird animals. Do you have any gaps in your memory? No. I figured not. Just by being thorough. You are being thorough about this. Okay. Thank you. If you notice anything weird or remember anything, come find one of us. Mm-hmm. Everyone, please give me a perception roll. 19. 14. All three of you can see that uh, the young boy she's with, he is still wearing his antenna and they are quite active. Uh, Aranis, you notice on the young girl that is with her, her antenna and wings are very, very plain. But through her sleeves and around her ankles, can just see like these little black hairs sticking out. A few of them in different spots. <sighs> Thick. Yeah, yeah. She's turning into a bug too. And the boy is too. Uh, hey Catalina, how how long have your friends been wearing their wings? Same as me. Right guys? And um yeah. I, I realize that we haven't been introduced. Your names, kids? Her name is Unize. Yeah. Oh, hi. <laughs> Denise, can I can I ask you a question? And I'm kind of lowering my uh-huh, voice sure. as I kind of walk toward her. Because I don't want to, like... Um, when did you notice the, like, thick 
random black hairs growing out of your arms. Oh, I didn't. Oh, that's cool. She kind of like plucks a few of them. Ooh, tickles. Will you just keep an eye on them for me? Like, if you get more of them... She holds up her arm and just starts looking at them. No, Lunise, as in, like, just if you if you grow more of them, will you just let me know? Would that be all right? Give me a persuasion roll. You haven't talked to this girl yet. That's true. I have not talked to her, so... I got a 23. I guess. Thank you. Mm-hmm. We're, I mean, I'm, you've seen us around. We're, yeah. we're around town. Yeah, I have. What happened to your wings and antenna? We made those. Um, Did you not like them? No. Her eyes get real big. No, 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 honey. They Anime were very... Eyes. They were... <laughs> Sad dog eyes. They were They were absolutely gorgeous. Um, we were worried that we were going to... That we were going to harm them while we were helping set up for the festival, so we had to take them off. Please roll deception. Yeah. Lying bastard. Yep. <laughs> These are children. I know. Ask me if I feel bad about lying to them about this. Do you feel bad about lying to children? No. Uh, about this? No. <laughs> about this particular thing? No. I feel so not bad, in fact, that I got a 23. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye, honey. <laughs> they walk off. They seem to have more energy than Catalina does. They're trying to urge her on. She's taking it slow. Can we ask them... If there's a, like, specific location they normally go to to collect the materials for their stuff, I know. You can if you want. Question. So I ask that question. They're already walking away, so you have to get their attention again. Oh, that's fine. Uh, you ask this as they start to walk away. Catalina turns around. She points to the tree line south of the town. It's a short walk. Like can, can you take us where you, you collect there. your materials from, usually? But we have... Morse to sell. <sighs> oh, what if you... Uh, what if two of you stay here to do that and one of you takes us? Roll persuasion. Try to lure these children into the woods. No, 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 no. no. That persuasion roll, I think it's... Uh, it's a five. Uh, they're not willing to go with you. Catalina will point, like, in the direction that she usually goes. And there's a small, like, foot path where maybe some of the weeds have been trampled down a little bit and are wearing thin, but it's just like, go there to the trees south of the town. I got nothing. I'm done. Mm-hmm. I say we talk to... What was her name? Marada? Marada? Yeah. The Marmalada woman? I say we talk to her today and then we like, investigate mm-hmm. the woods tomorrow. Sounds yeah. good to me. When it's light outside? Cool. Sounds good. I don't want to go there in the dark. You get about places. four hours of daylight here. I know. This place is freaking me out, so... Uh, so you wait until later in the evening when Marada is at the Nectar Pond. She comes in, she orders herself a drink, sits down at one of the tables. She's there drinking by herself. She might occasionally, like, chat to some people as they're walking by. Particularly with Edna, the owner. One of the owners. The owner's wife. They, they own it together. Oh, sorry. Well, I guess we kind of go up to her casually. Hello. Evening. Would you like to join me for a drink? Her take her... Sure. Her butterfly stuff off. And then we'll come by with the tray of drinks for everybody. Uh, Did you want to talk about something or just well, want to enjoy a nice drink together? I, I don't mind either. I would like to try to get her to take her gear off again. 
since we have a little bit of time, would you be willing to try to take your your antenna off? Do you want me to roll, roll persuasion? persuasion. Yeah. Ah, 24. She reaches up just above her ears to grab the band. She pulls. Ow! I don't want to come off. Well, maybe after I wash up. No. It's a little bit. And without even trying too hard, you can see one of them just swing from left to right. You do realize that thing on your head is moving independently, right? What? Your antenna oh. just moved. She looks up. She smiles. Well, isn't that something? Um, that's adorable. You know, that's also why you can't take it off, right? It's, like, connected to you. It's perfect. We got the festival coming up. I'm going to look great. Yeah, but it's, like, connected to you. And not just tangled in your hair. She shrugs. Oh, my God. We have to get out of here. We're going to be attacked by bug people. <laughs> I did not say this in character. This is not <laughs> But I did. Right I said that out loud. No, I know you did. I know you did. But, like, uh, all that stuff that I just said about I being attacked by bug out. people, I did not say that out loud. We have to get out of here. They're turning into bugs, and they're going to try and kill us. Do you, have you left your wings on for as long as you've left your antenna on? I have to take them off a little bit more often. Get in the way sometimes during work. When was the last time you took them off? That's just after I spoke to you this morning, today. I was putting some stuff away in one of the storage rooms. Take them off, put them right back on them. Okay. Harder to sleep in, I would imagine, right? Sometimes, yeah. Um, okay. Anything else you guys want to do tonight? No. Okay. You're right, we need to go out to the woods. Yeah. No one is helpful, and they all think that it's really cool. Yeah. These people are weird. Okay. It's the morning. It's three days from the festival. Are you just heading straight out to the woods before the sun even? Well, I would do a little work first before the sun comes up and then... Yeah. And then I I don't want to go out there when it's not light. Like our morning break or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Give me a perception roll, you guys, as you go out and do this thing. 17. I got an 11. I got a 9. Darwin, you don't notice anything new. Kara, you definitely see some people with wings twitching and antenna drifting about. Aranis, as you go in the morning to go speak with Riken, he's got his hood up. It's still a bit cold out. But you get a good look at him while you're talking to him this morning about what needs to get done. His eyes have started to get larger and wider and darker. And he's also showing signs of little tufts of black hair. Riken, are you feeling okay? I'm feeling great. Festival's just in a few days. Hurry up. Get, get, the, uh, get the lanterns hung, and I think we'll be all good to go. How's your eyesight? It's great. Is it, he looks around. Is it different than it used to be? <laughs> no, everything's nice and clear. This is yeah, a real wonderful morning. Oh, God. There's no such thing as a mirror here, is there? You couldn't find, like, a mirror mirror as we know it, but if you wanted to find, like something reflective that wouldn't be impossible like you could maybe find a nice platter that reflect that's reflective or shoot even a real still bowl of water Riken, when was the last time you took off either your antenna or your wings let me check but i might have a mirror in my thieves pack hmm. well, it's been a week i've been working so hard you know i just don't have time to change or do much of anything I grab bites when i can but he is indeed wearing the same clothes that you've seen him in before. It's a he smells a little bit funkier than usual, but it's just he hasn't washed himself. No, I don't. 
Um, if you start to feel weird or, or worse, will you come talk to us? You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to come talk to me. I'm very, very busy on the wagon. Oh. Very busy on the butterfly way. It's almost right. And you can see, like, the wagon has big pieces of cloth covering up the wing sections now. It looks like they kind of hinge down to hide under the wagon, and then they'll, like, come up at some point with a little lever and pulley system. <laughs> it's been hard at work. He's, he's going to make this real good for the people. Okay. I'm not sure what right. to do. Well, what do you guys want to do? Um, to the woods. Go out into the woods and you give me an investigation check or an arcana check or a perception check. Uh, how it is you think you're looking around for something suspicious? I'm investigating and I got a 19 to come. We'll do an arcana check. Nope. I got four. Investigating 19. This is actually pretty fitting. Arnis is looking up and down for anything magical and comes up quite empty handed. Meanwhile, Kara and Darvin are investigating the area. And you can definitely find signs of where people have come out walked among the trees and broken twigs here and there, crumpled leaves, maybe some animal prints here and there. Nothing new, nothing fresh as far as animal life goes. And you find this big branch that probably fell off one of the trees within the past six months. There's a bunch of spots where you can see twigs have been broken off of it. want to take a closer look at this giant branch. Sure. See if there's anything weird about it. I guess this um, would be a nature check. Be careful. I would like to take a look at the tree itself. Oh, that's a sure. Tree. Tree's right next to the branch that it fell from. That nature check was a four. I guess that would. I be don't a, even know what kind of tree it is. That would be a, a nature check as well, right? Nature or investigation? I'll do investigation. I got a five. I'm doing really well. Well, this branch then fell off with that tree right there. <laughs> Well, I can tell you what tree it fell off of. Came right to the ground, too. Didn't make any stops along the way. Darvin? Can I do Arcana on the sure tree? Sure can. <laughs> Three. I don't want to learn anything. Damn it. Nope. Um, you do an Arcana check, you check it up and down. This is just regular-ass tree. People took sticks off of it. About it. Wouldn't seem like a dead end. I don't think the tree is the root of the problem. Can I also do an Arcana check on the tree? Yes. It's an 11. Spend some time looking at it, going over it, trying to sense anything magical about it. And at the end of the day, you think, like, it's just a tree. Branches fall in the woods. Nothing more you guys can really learn out here. Give it a good shot. We told Sam not to put the wings back on, right? (laughs) No, I don't believe you did. We should go take care of that. He's already going to be stuck in all that shit. He's not going to understand us trying to tear them off him. No, really not. The festival's in three days. We should just go. I feel like we've got nothing right now. You guys have so much more than you know. (laughs) We have a whole lot of people turning into bugs. Clearly. I mean, clearly they're turning into, like, bugs. Let's go investigate the cart. The cart that you guys came in? The butterfly cart. Oh, the butterfly cart. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. You know what we also haven't investigated yet? That freaky freaking tree. Which tree? Oh, yeah, Going the shrine. Like, sacrifice fire it's a, thing. It's not a sacrifice it's a sh- thing. It is so a sh- let's, uh, let's go investigate. It's a shrine. It's a shrine to the god of beasts. Yeah, let's go Let's go investigate okay, the, that, the that, god of beasts. That's not a bad call. Mm. That's not a bad call. Okay. Let's start with the shrine and then the cart. Yeah. Sure. You head back into town. It's a very short walk. Catalina and her friends are around the tree. 
She's actually climbed up into it, and she's kind of resting on one of the branches. <laughs> she's, like, sitting up there, just catching her breath. Enjoying a little bit of warmth that is wafting over from the fire pit there in town. And there's a, there's a nice breeze. She's, she's relaxing. Her friends are just chit-chatting there, below the tree. This is not, like, a verboten type thing. People are allowed to come into contact oh, with this shrine. It's right. not like, oh my god, she's desecrating this tree. I kind of check that tree. I'm just going to say hello. Oh, I'm going to fail. That's a seven. It's a holy tree. I'll do the same. I crit. I got a 14. There's just a general sense of holy magic about it. Not aimed in any particular direction, but just kind of lightly radiating off of the tree. As if Grawler recognizes this as one of their shrines and is blessing it. And think of it like a like it's been consecrated. Okay. Hey there, kids. Hey. Do you play around this tree often? Not all the time. Sometimes. It's real nice. I like this part here. There's a bear. Pets like the top part of where the bear of the bear's head, right in between the ears. Aside from the wood, from the forest, what else do you use to make your butterfly paraphernalia? Well, we get scraps of clothes from you know, traders. We use, uh, we use dyes uh, from whatever we can. Don't have a whole lot of money to buy everything, so it's really just whatever we can get our hands on. Do you use this giant bonfire thing at all to make your... Oh, no, that's... They'll explain to you this is just kind of like a, the town fire pit. It is always kept burning. It is a place where people can come warm up during cold parts of the day or light torches. It is like a public service because they get four hours of daylight. you ever so. use any part of the tree you're currently sitting in? Oh, no. We would never do that. This tree's been here for, for ages. And with your arcana check, you know the tree is like pure. It's, a, like, it's like a legit yeah. shrine. <laughs> it's a legit shrine. It's not giving off any bad juju. Yeah, it's not this tree. It's something Does else. anybody else climb into the tree? No one stops them. If they do, everyone, to give me a perception check again on these kids. Fifteen. Thirteen. Fourteen. The smooth, stiff patches on Catalina's skin are definitely growing. They are now in the majority, as opposed to the minority, on her skin. Her friends. Bumise uh, is. She's showing even more signs of the black hair and. Her jaw appears to be getting wider, whereas the young boy, the wings are now almost silken, and the antenna are freely moving. He's also showing signs of enlarged eyes. Can I do an arcana check on the children? <laughs> yes, you can do an arcana check on the children. I'll totally allow this. I got a 19. As you're standing here near the base of the tree, looking at the children, you can definitely feel something magical coming off of them, something that is actively manipulating them. Not like a puppet, but like molding them. Okay. It is some sort of outside force. So we ought to be able to Mm -hmm. find it somewhere. Who originally came up with the idea for the Butterfly Festival? Oh, it's been going on for a long, 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 long time. This is one of the only places you can find, like, large groups of butterflies. That's why we have the festival. It's about... About this time of year, where they they all congregate around here, maybe we should check out the actual. Have the have the numbers of butterflies shifted in recent years? Have they gotten like has the population dwindled in any way? 
And we'll preface this with saying, she's 12. There's always so many butterflies. Mm. Too many in the count. Have they looked different in recent years to you? No, they all, they've got like uh, yellow and red wings. Okay. When do they get here? Are they here now? There's always some around town, just because they really like the plants, the, the berry bushes, the barberry bushes. But it's this week during the year where like a bunch of them start to show up and new ones are being born. Mm-hmm. What's the size of the average butterfly in that visits? Uh, she holds up her hand and says, oh, a, little, a little bit smaller than it's my not hand. The giant butterfly fest. No, 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 no. No, but no, no. These are just standard butterflies. Okay. Okay. I, mean, I should try and catch one. We need to go talk to this guy who's running it. I need I need more information. Yeah, yeah. too. So, like, investigating the cart and that dude is probably the next thing. On the way, we need to find Tan- Sam and tell him to take off his wings and antenna and not put them back on. Do you want to go see Sam first, or do you yes. want to go see Riken first? Sam, Sam first. first. Okay, you go see Sam. You find him, he's having a drink. It doesn't look like he's done a bit of work in, like, three or four days. Yeah. Morgan. Sam. Hey, hey. And I, I try to say this as discreetly as I as I can. You need to take off your wings and antenna immediately. It's... Something wrong? Sam, if you don't, we are pretty sure you're going to turn into a giant bug. Well, persuasion on that. <laughs> yeah. He trusts you guys, but... Which is, I know, know this sounds incredible. He's having a real nice time, and maybe he doesn't want you to, like, be a wet blanket off. 21. He pulls him right off. Hmm. hmm. Did that hurt at all? No, it didn't seem to hurt. Huh. And do you need him for something? Just don't you guys going to wear just, I noticed you haven't been wearing yours. Yeah, just don't put it back on. They don't seem to be affecting you, but I, don't. Uh, you say so. Don't put them back that on. That Marmalade woman, she really liked them, though. I kind of want to put them back on. Trust me. <laughs> don't put them back on. All right, I mean, if you say so. Just hey, just a few days. You guys going to be ready? Got your costumes? Got your costumes? Uh, um, yes, mm-hmm. I guess we do. Mm-hmm. We would have gotten them from... Sure, yeah, you could have... You right. Riken would have had them right ready in. at any point during this week. So if you've already picked them up, you've already picked them. Okay. Thank you, Sam. I know it's a weird... Request. Thank right. you for all trusting right. me. All right. Or us, rather. Okay, we're, we're off to go see Brankin. Okay. He's practicing with the mechanism that raises and lowers the wings from underneath the wagon. And when he gets them all the way up, he's got like another pulley that he yanks on and they kind of flap a little bit. Well, that's impressive. It's cool. <laughs> he's hard at work. Brankin, do you, do you know whose idea the Butterfly Festival was originally? Oh, that was before my time. That was before my time. Okay. Have you noticed anything different about the numbers of butterflies in the last few years? I've been doing this for probably about 15, 20 years now. They haven't, like, dropped or exploded or anything like that. Okay. Anything different about the butterflies? Are they more aggressive, more lazy, more... I, like, I don't know. I'm grasping, man. I don't know. Aggressive butterflies. I don't know. I, like, I don't know... I, I don't even know what to ask, guys. What? But they're, they're butterflies. They're gentle. I... Gentle is like a butterfly. So no... I can't think of anything more gentle. So, so no. Um, no weird behavior? Or no weird behavior. No. Yeah. Has there been anybody else odd in town? Besides us, obviously. I mean, we know we're strangers here, but... Oh, come on. You've been here long enough. You've been helping me out. You're not strangers. You're friends. Uh, um, all right. Has there been anyone odd in town? Anyone you don't recognize? Anybody? Yeah, nah, nah. It's the same old, same old people. Um, How about last year's? Pass every once in a while, but nothing yeah. Nothing of note. How about last year's festival? Everything oh, good? Oh, fine. Okay. The wagon wasn't nearly as nice, let me tell you. I've made a lot of improvements this year. So, tell 
tell me about the wagon. Do you use the same one every year, or is it, I mean, with modifications, of course, but... The town's got a couple of wagons. I use whichever one I can. Okay. Do you start with kind of the same set of materials every year? Do you get new? Oh, yeah. The wings are... They've been around for a few years now. I've just been, you know, cleaning them up, retouch up the paint a little bit, uh, add the flapping. Flapping's real nice. It's my favorite part. He grabs the pulley again and he pulls it. <laughs> that is very nice flapping. That's very cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I'm out of ideas, guys. I don't know what to do. Okay, what do we know at this point? Can I do our con check on the cart? Yes, you can. <laughs> you can check on anything you want in this town. Anything you want. Oh, I got a four. Wow. I just want to wait for Darwin's <laughs> answer. Five. <laughs> Welcome to the club, buddy. Darwin and Arnis, you don't notice anything out of the ordinary as you look at it. Kara, you get a slight like, vibe off of it and Riken. It seems to have changed quicker than anybody else. It's, it's him. The girl's changing in a different way. It's like she's becoming a cocoon. I think maybe we also need to go back and investigate the mini-shrine at her father's house. Because there's also the fact that we noticed that the shrine that he has in his home is wrong. That's true. Like, animals that don't go together going together. That's true. So maybe he's been praying to a god, but not the The right right god. God. Okay, you want to head back to Elder Beals' house. He's got an open-door policy. You can walk right in. Rock and roll. Sweet. Oh, hey, how's it going? Good. So we noticed your your shrine the last time we were here. We were wondering mm-hmm. if we could take a closer look at it. Oh, b- by all means. I just finished my uh, morning prayers. Give me a perception check on him, too. Sure. I got it. I got a 12. It's a great fail. <laughs> you just walk right by him, Darwin. <laughs> I'm sorry, Carl, what'd you get? 12. You notice as he's talking... Every once in a while, his lips and tongue will extend out just a little too far. That's not creepy. Like a proboscis. Ugh. <laughs> nope. Well, when he's not talking, he manages to stay normal. So whatever's happening is affecting him, too. So you go over to the shrine. You want to give it a, give it a good look? Yes. I would like to do an arcana check on You can on do arcana, shrine. religion, investigation. Let's do arcana. Okay. Oh, he got a three. Uh, yeah, do the same. He's slightly magical. Oh, 15 on that arcana check. 17. There's definitely a magical sense about it. Doesn't feel the same as what you got off of the giant tree outside. That's not good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can I yes. do a religion? Oh, I'm good at those. I crit. <sighs> not as good as she is. I got an 8. Darwin, you were good enough to know that it's not quite right, but you're not good enough to say how it's not quite right. This ain't right. Thank you. Arnest butts in, though. <laughs> and you spend a good amount of time looking at it, going over it. You do realize this is not a shrine to Grawlor, the god of beasts. It may have at once been a shrine to him, but it is now definitely a shrine to Gosrim, the god of monstrosities. Okay. I would uh, look around very quickly to see where Beals is. See in our vicinity. Oh, he's like over at a table. He's just going through some like papers, like looking over a book or something. Um. So your your instinct about the shrine is correct. This is now a shrine to Gosrim, right? 
Yes. Gosseroth. The god of monstrosities. So uh, if he's been praying to it every day, thinking he's playing to Grawler, that could be the inciting incident here. How do you want to handle this? Or maybe it's also possibly knows he's praying to I don't think we have any choice at this point but to just straight up ask him. We'll go lock the door. Give me a stealth uh, check yeah, to go do that without mm-hmm. him noticing. Mm-hmm. He's preoccupied with other mm-hmm. stuff right now. 21. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You very surreptitiously just mm-hmm. mosey over to the door. <laughs> I'm just gonna lean on it. Feels. <laughs> Closes his book. Yeah. Y'all done? Uh, well, I have a question for you about your shrine here. By all means. Just, I mean, since I'm an outsider and your shrine looks slightly different than the one that's in town, what what god do you pray to at this shrine? Grawlor, of course. He's the god who watches over our butterflies. And you can roll inside if you wish. Mm-hmm. I got a 14. Got it. I got an eight as well. Yeah. You all believe he's telling the truth. Okay. Even Carr. Okay. He's a politician, though. I'm not want to believe him when he says anything at this point. Well. I believe he's telling the truth, sure. Beals, do you... This is an odd question. Um, are you... Are you aware that your that your shrine has significant differences from the one that's that's in the, the square there? Oh yeah, it's a lot smaller. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't just mean in. I mean, I don't just mean in size. I mean in. Ask him where he got it. I mean in the representations of the animals that are on it. I didn't look all that close. It seemed right. And and where did you buy it, or where did you get it? Up at the fort. You know, there's some salesmen up there every once in a while. You know, one of those stands. Okay. Figured I should have one here in the house too. Um, I well, I you know, normally Beals, I would say that that would be a, a good idea, right? Oh! Um, you're a religious man yourself there. Um, well, I mean... Charles. Yep. Not uh, not so much, but I I, I understand it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I just... Mm, there is no easy or good way to tell you this, Beals, and you seem like a decent guy, and I feel really bad that Go I'm about out with to do it, this. man. Come on. This is not a shrine to Grawler. It I, wasn't designed to be. I, it's got all the animals. It's how, a little tree, just like how, the one out how there. How closely have you looked at it? Well, I'm looking at it every day. If you'll notice, some of the animals' heads and bodies don't match. What? What? So, uh, what was the example you that sure? you gave us? It was like a cat head on, like a, on a bird body. On a bird body, yeah, right? Like so there's like a cat head on a bird, and I'm like pointing this out to him mm-hmm. as I'm saying it. Going, feels this is actually a shrine to Gosrim. I, I can't be. I I'm I'm sorry, Beals, but it is. Oof. He rolled extremely well on his insight. He rolled twenty. Oh my goodness! If no wonder little Catalina hasn't getting any better. Go out and pray to the other tree. Excuse me. Um, and he I, starts heading towards the door. Can I? Well, well, wait a minute. Can I suggest first before you do that that we destroy this shrine? Maybe I, we do want to talk to Gosrim. I mean, if, if we if, take this if, one, if you want to do that, that's fine. I where it's consecrated. I will leave you to it and yeah. I will walk out. That is a good idea. You know what, Beals? We'll go with you. And I, oh, I pick up the 
Medieval shrine. Sure. <laughs> Evil is a harsh word here. It is. It harsh. is just different. Remember, the the gods aren't good or evil. They just are. They just do what they want. They. Yeah. Sometimes it's evil. Sometimes it's not. It's very Greek. So Anyways, I, I. Yeah, you could take certainly this take it with you. Take it to the other. It doesn't shine. It's just. It's just a little. It's like a little carved tree. Like yeah. imagine someone took a bonsai tree and just carved animals into it. Yeah. Take it with you. Sure. You take that with you. Well, you unlock the door. Yes, I unlock the door. Okay. <laughs> you very definitely unlock the door and open it up for mm-hmm. uh, Elder Beals as he walks out. That was a smart move, though. Mm-hmm. Just, in case. Why, just in case you never know. And you head down to the large shrine to Grawlor. The children are still there. Catalina's little male friend, his jaw has set even wider now. You can almost see these little like extra teeth coming out of the sides. Pincers. <laughs> and his skin is has turned it's dulled, let's say. His skin has dulled. Since you have seen it. Uh, her friend Luzine, her eyes have gotten even wider, darker. She definitely has more tufts of hair sprouting from her. From her arms and legs and head. What do you do? So we know that this ground is actually, like, holy. Hallowed and sacred. Maybe since he's a believer, he should uh, pray to undo the damage he's done by offering up the device that did it as a sacrifice to the god that might undo it. I will make that suggestion to him. Sure, roll persuasion. 16. Okay, what do you say to him? Feels if I might make a suggestion in Mm -hmm. addition to whatever you might pray for. Would you be willing to pray to Grawler to um, help undo this damage by sacrificing up this other shrine? Anything from Catalina. I will make that suggestion if you if you would. Sure. As a as a true believer, I will let you do it as opposed to me. Sure. Uh, while he's going about doing this, everybody give me a perception roll. Yeah, fourteen. I got a fourteen as well. Seventeen. Seventeen for the Darv Master. And so you're all out here by the tree. Catalina is pretty much just lying on one of the branches now as he goes up to the communal fire pit to put this shrine into it. We look around and there's a number of people from the town are kind of watching. This is an odd sight, at least to see him throwing something like this into the fire. Mm-hmm. People don't tend to use it for garbage. Fair enough, fair enough. As he throws this into the fire pit and begins praying to Grawlor, uh, everybody give me arcana or religion. There's some holy stuff going on right now. I'll so. do religion. No, I'll do arcana. I got a six. I got a thirteen. Thirteen wood? Arcana. Arcana? Darvin? Seventeen religion. Seventeen religion. And Darvin, you definitely sense like two different religious energies in the air. Kind of meeting like thunderclouds in between the fire pit and the tree. Crap. Uh, and you feel just like a static energy where the two are butting heads. And you look around town, the kids and some of the townsfolk just seem to be visibly changing even faster at this point. <laughs> you can actively see the wings getting bigger oh. and the eyes doming out. 
some of the kids and some of the smaller residents, you see just tiny little nubs poking out of their sides as they drop to the ground and start caterpillaring around. <laughs> we made a mistake. Uh, would, it, um, would it be useful, do you think, to get more people to start praying to Growler? Sometimes that shit works. Who wants to pray? I'm not a prayer person. I'm going to draw my weapon. I mean, if one of you wants to pray, you can. I, I will. if you want to try to convince some people who aren't starting to turn, oh, that's a rare few right now. I'm not going to pray to a guy that's not mine, but I will try and convince people to. I okay. mean, I don't really uh, have a god, so I would give a general like shout to mm-hmm. to please join us in prayer to Grawler. Like, we're I, having a spontaneous... Anyone who wants something. to do that can roll a persuasion. Uh, yeah, I'll do that. And then tell me what they shout afterwards. Because I'm very curious. Well, I got a seven. <laughs> I got a ten. You see Morata and Grooks emerge, and they're starting to change. And for a moment, you get a sense that they hear your voice, and you can kind of see it just leave their consciousness as they become focused on a more primitive need. <laughs> Do they start doing each other? <laughs> no, not that primitive need. Damn. One of the other primitive needs, as you hear young Mise and, and the young boy, she definitely looks much more like a butterfly. He much more like a caterpillar. You can hear them both say that they are hungry. Uh-oh. Shit. Oh, you look up at the tree, you see Catalina. Plates have almost, have basically covered her in very much a cocoon fashion. And he goes up to the side of the tree, puts all of his limbs against it, and starts crawling up to where she is. Shit, he's gonna eat her. I think a caterpillar would eat a cocoon. What do you guys want to do? These things are all happening right now. He said he was hungry. They're both hungry. I have a natural desire to want to kill all of these creepy things, but... They haven't attacked me yet, so I'm just kind of standing ready to fight for my life. He's crawling out fish. on the branch, out towards her. I'm pretty sure he's going We should try and get him down. And Luzine is positioning herself underneath where she's at, under the tree. As Beals continues to pray, some of the citizens are still in the midst of transforming. Uh, a few of them are starting to head your way. Well... Towards the shrine in the fire pit. What um, do you want to do? I'm up the tree after that kid. I don't know what's happening, but it seems not good the way they've positioned themselves. Cool. So yeah. give me an athletics check to climb that tree. Oh, athletics. Then yeah. I'm protecting the two of you from the bottom of the tree. Two of you rush out to the drawn. base of the shrine and start climbing up. 14. 18. Okay, yeah, you are following him right up there, and he's just a few feet ahead of you on the branch. And you can see he's started just to butt his head up against her cocoon. He's going to try to knock her out. I'm grabbing him and pull him off the branch. How do you grab a caterpillar? The same way you grab anything. He's a very giant caterpillar at this point. Either by the back or by one of his legs. You you reach out to grab him. Give me an athletics check. And he's going to try to square back. Oh, damn it. This is not my strong point. Literally. Fifteen. He, he is not successful. You've got your hands up. Like, you've got a good grip on one of his back legs here. Rock and roll. And so, you know what? I think we need to roll initiative. There's definitely a conflict, even if it's not combat. Okay. Kara? Uh, 13. Aranus? 
18. Darvin. 23. Darvin, Aranus has grabbed on to this caterpillar boy's leg and is holding him back slightly from nudging this cocoon off of the branch of the shrine. Car is down there at the base. You are halfway up this tree. You could easily climb up onto a branch or hop down without worrying about hurting yourself if you wanted to. What do you want to do? Has she tried to pull? I just okay. grabbed him. That's as far as I got. So Pulling is next. So I'm going to also try and grab and pull him. He's already grabbed, so go give me an athletics check to just help yank him right off. Okay. Crit failed. You kind of climb over Arnis a little bit. Just try to get a good handhold on this caterpillar boy. Dude, what the hell? It's actually quite amusing to look up and just see two grown-ass men on top of each other <laughs> on a branch on a tree fighting a huge caterpillar. It would be funny if I didn't somehow suspect my life was in danger. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you are not able to get the uh, caterpillar boy off. In response, he's going to try to nudge this cocoon off the branch. Gives it a good headbutt. She drops and is hanging now from like a little cocoon stem mm. off the branch. And Butterfly Luzina is underneath, jumping up a little bit and trying to grab a hold of the bottom. Are we protecting the cocoon? Uh, is it is. Aranus, your turn. I have this feeling that they're going to eat it <laughs> and try to pull him off. Sure. Nope. What would you roll? A two. <laughs> <laughs> he rolled a three. Oh, god damn it. So you were so close. God damn it. <laughs> if only I had a bonus of any kind. It's weird. He's got these real fat, stubby legs now. So if you were grabbing just a person's ankle, it'd be easy. But you grab it, it kind of like squishes a little bit, and your hand pulls, and you feel these stiff, bristly hairs on your palm. This is so gross. This is not my bag, yo. Kara, you were at the base of this tree. There's Beals, he's praying. The citizenry is starting to turn a whole lot faster now. Are they moving to Beals or are they moving to the tree? It's mostly the same general direction. They've got another round or so before you'll be able to tell the okay. difference. And I'm going to go attack. Yes, I'm going to attack the creature that's trying to attack the cocoon. The caterpillar boy or the Lucina butterfly? Okay. Attack a young girl butterfly. That's a 21. She's looking up at this cocoon that is. she's hoping is going to just drop right into her arms. I'm going for And you rush up and stab her. That's fine. Seven. And now I'll go with my other dagger, too. Uh, that's a 16. That hits two. And that's a two. And you get a couple good punctures in the abdomen area. Feel a crunch as you go in through the exoskeleton, and it's her turn. She's not like that. Did not like that one bit, and is going to turn. And you see this proboscis whip out towards your face. Seventeen versus AC. Well, yeah, consumer AC is probably. I think it's like twelve right now. Okay. Oh my gosh, because you're not wearing your armor. I am not wearing my armor. Oh. <laughs> I said, yeah, Why? I'm not wearing my armor around town because we we're going to not be fighting things. <laughs> Didn't want to be conspicuous. That's okay. I wouldn't have my crossbow. I have my loot because I take it everywhere, but like... She whips her proboscis out towards you and catches you right under the ear. And you feel it like jab in and just like some blood drain out. She sucks it up for 
Seven piercing damage. Holy crap. Yeah, she rolls super good. And then... We have to get out of here. She flaps her wings and flies up to the cocoon. Just wraps her arms around it. Did she fly out of my reach? She did. Then I'm gonna no, take you effort. don't. What? Uh, does not provoke opportunity attacks and flies out of an enemy's reach. Bitch. They have the flyby of that. Sorry. As she was flapping her wings to get up off the ground, they were kind of like battering in your face, and it made it difficult for you to like get a good to get good targeting on her. Darwin's turn. Right, so we got caterpillar going for the cocoon, and we got butterfly mm-hmm. the cocoon, right? Butterfly girl got her arms wrapped around it. Kick the crap out of it. Butterfly. Whatever is closest to you. I mean, I saw what it did to him. Right? Caterpillar's right there. Yeah, you, you look down. You can't get to the butterfly from where you are right now. You could, like, jump yeah. off the branch at it. But the likelihood that you're going to take the butterfly and the cocoon down is pretty high if you do that. I the, guess I guess I'll try for the caterpillar. Caterpillar boy's right in front of you. Yeah. Okay, I'll try. He's right there. What do you want to do? Try and grab him and throw him off the tree. Hey, give me an athletics check to throw him off the tree. He's going to... Wiggle, 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 wiggle. What'd 15. you got? 15 total? You have yeah. bonus? No, no bonus. 15 total. I rolled a 17 Damn. on his decks. The thing about caterpillars is that they've got very dexterous bodies. So while he's holding on tight to the branch with like the front appendages, his back one is kind of like walking its way underneath. So he's kind of curved <laughs> around and Arntness still has like a hold on it but he's kind of moving it, like, side to side around the branch to make it difficult for you to push him off. Mm. It is his turn. I'm going to try to bite at the little tendon thing holding up the cocoon. It's, like, partway through it. Not through it this turn. He might be able to soon. Not yet. Arnis. Still got a hand on this guy. Will you allow that I had my dagger with me because I needed yes. it for work we were doing? Okay. So you can carry a dagger's nothing to pick this. I know. I'm just, I'm like, I have to ask the question, right? Yeah. Because I don't want to just be like, yo, I've got a dagger. No, sure, you've got a dagger. That's not like a hard thing to carry around. In which case, then, instead of of trying to throw this guy off because my strength is terrible, I'm just going to stab him. Sure. Do you care if you kill this guy? At this point, I'm not sure. Okay. That's a 15. That hits. Five damage. Yeah, you have to decide right now whether or not you want to kill this caterpillar boy. (laughs) <laughs> the second child you've killed. <laughs> you can be able to live with, with it yourself. No, I don't. I just I want to. I want to incapacitate child? him. What other child is the, the teenager? But this guy's not like a pubescent asshole. This That's, is like a twelve-year-old boy who's turned into a monster. So no, I I don't want to kill him, but I want to incapacitate him so sure. he can't yeah. bite that thing anymore. But you stab him real good, kind of underneath his legs, and, and just loses his grip and falls down. He's writhing a little bit there on the ground. And then... I mean, you still have your movement if you want to do anything. I want to start to climb down out of the tree. Okay, yeah, you get out of the tree. That's fine. It's not a particularly tall tree. And with all the carvings in it, lots of good handholds. Right down. Kara, what are you doing? Arn has just dropped Caterpillar Boy. He's squirming on the ground. Not a threat to anybody. Where is the butterfly girl in relation to Arnis? Well, Arnis has just climbed out of a tree, so... Uh, I mean, the butterfly girl is up in the tree. In relation to Darwin. Is she Nearby. within five feet of him? Yeah, I'm going to say Sweet. yeah. Sweet, then I'm going to chuck my dagger at her. Alrighty. Roll. Oh, that's a crit fail. That went way mm. off into the forest. Oh, <laughs> Did it, though? for you. 
Darvin, roll me a dexterity saving throw. You crit failed, dude. Come on, let me have some fun. Nine. Oh, fuck. You just hit... Well, hey, at least you didn't lose your dagger. You throw your dagger and it's sticking out of Darvin's thigh. Roll your damage. He'll take half, I will say. Seven. So, three. You take three piercing damage as just a dagger appears in your thigh. I scream. Anything else you'd like to do? Use my bonus action to hide on the other side of the tree. From... From everything and everyone. Okay, roll still on the other side of the tree. Oh, that's a 19. Okay, yeah. Plus my seven. You hide very well from anything that does not have a direct line of sight to you. Which may be a couple townsfolk, but none of them are really approaching at this point. Uh, Let's see. Butterfly girl, she's going to give a good, nice tug on that cocoon. Roll a 17. Pull it down. She snatches it off and kind of dips a little low with it. Starts flying towards the fire pit. Oh, shit. Roasted grubs. Um, Darvin. I was going to punch her, but I think she's a little out of my range now. She's out of punching range, yes. How far away is she? Maybe ten feet away from the branch. Can I, like, throw myself off the tree? Absolutely, you you can. If you miss, you're going straight into that fire pit. Mm, You probably couldn't make it into the fire pit then. She's a little slow because she's carrying this giant cocoon. Just throw that out there. I'm a monk. I've trained all my life for this. If you miss, you will probably not fall in the fire pit. So Mm. first... Give me an athletics check, or even an acrobatics, since you are running along a tree branch. Yeah. And this is a little bit of a balancing thing. Yeah. You have a better bonus to Ten. You manage to keep your footing long enough to make a jump at Butterfly Luzina. Do you want to attack or tackle? What's the plan when you get there? Tackle. Okay. Tackle. Without smashing the cocoon up. You can give me an athletics or an acrobatics as you're acrobatics jumping. again. Eighteen. It was a little smooth up there since they carved so much uh, bark off the branch. <laughs> Once you got into the air, you're a very graceful man. Nice. And she's not a graceful butterfly. She rolled a three. Uh, you land right on her, around her shoulders, between the wings. She's very quickly dipping down towards the ground with all her might trying to stay above. She needs to make a strength check just to stay in the air. No. She falls to the ground under, under the weight of you nice. and the cocoon, uh, and dropping the cocoon just shy of the fire pit, she's going to turn and try to proboscis you as well. Mm. Probably not. Seven? Not quite. So you see the proboscis kind of unfurl and reach out towards your face, just dip out the way. <laughs> Ooh, dip. bitch, dip out the way. Sorry, I'm sorry, I had to. I apologize. All right, it's your turn. I... I'm going to take a shot and cast Vicious Mockery at her. So it's a um, it's a wisdom save. She's less wise now than she was before. That's why I picked it. And I will shout at her, Hey you! Anybody ever tell you you look like a giant bug? It's like the worst insult ever. It's so on the nose. I don't even care. <laughs> she got a seven on her saving throw. Yes! Bug, I'm a pretty butterfly. <laughs> fucking bug. All um, that damage. Oh, how many children will Aranus murder? Three. Not this bug. No. That's why I picked it. It's not much damage, but she has disadvantage on her next. Kara, what you doing? Uh, <laughs> <And me too? laughs> peek around the other side of the tree and see if I have a target. 
Who do you want to target? Do you want to target Butterfly Girl? Or Butterfly or Girl is still flying with the cocoon. No, she's on the ground. crashed on the ground. Sweet. Then yes, I'm going to sneak up on her and stab her. Sure, you can run up and stab her. Do I get advantage because I'm hidden? Yes. All six. Well, that's good because (laughs) that's going to not be a one. Instead, it's going to be a 17. That'll hit. Oh, and I'm going to kill this bitch. She did try to boss with you. Seven. And you kill this young butterfly girl. You slash right through a wing and just lop off the head. I don't know what to do about this cocoon. At this point, the cocoon is on the ground. Caterpillar boy is out of it. Butterfly girl is dead. Super dead. I'm super Beals dead. Is... Uh, do whatever you want. I'm super dead. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, that's cool. And Beals is praying. And at this point, definitely, as you just take a quick glance around, the citizens are still in the midst of changing, and some of them will probably be done transforming very soon. What do you want to do, uh, Darvin? So I know what I want to do. I don't know how much of this I can get done in one turn. That's fine. I want to pick up the cocoon, carry it over to his dad, okay. hand it to him and say, um, I don't think whatever you're doing is working. Well, what, what should I be doing? You tell me. I don't know your god. Oh, I know Gralor. I don't know a bit. Gosworm too well. Oh, shit. Oh. Um, Are there priests here? Religious experts? Anyone who... This ain't some fancy city. Uh, no, no, we don't have priests on retainer or nothing. But it's your god. There must be some expert in this god. It's... The god of peace, it's mostly done through, like... Things explains to it's mostly done through, like, folktale and storytelling. You know, it's just the stories that everybody passes around amongst themselves. There's not really, like, a story keeper or a library of his tales. It's all very word of mouth in this city. Mm, who would know the most? Riken would probably know the most. Oh, shit. Well, he's not going to be any help. <sighs> he's about to be the opposite of help, real soon. <laughs> he is quickly turning into butterfly mode, and he is much larger than that child girl was. Okay. Keep praying. Can I do one more thing? Yes. Pray to my guy. Absolutely. I don't can. know what to do. You want me to liberate these people? Just tell me what the fuck to do. <laughs> now, to be clear, by liberate, do you mean from their lives? Yeah. I mean, the reason I didn't pray to my god initially is because this isn't the kind of thing I don't really think he would care about. Um, yeah, give me a religion roll, because I know how he cares. <laughs> 16. Okay. Now, you don't get a response in words. You get a response in emotions and and. From what you can tell, it has long been the practice of gods to... Gods can do their own thing. They don't care. Amongst themselves, do whatever they want. You know, god of the dwarves can do whatever the fuck he wants with his dwarves. God of humans can do whatever he wants with his humans. But it's not cool to mess with somebody else's toys. Okay. Right now, Gosrim is being that kid who runs in and just starts kicking down everybody's little cardboard brick towers. He's being that kid. So my god is pissed on Growler's behalf. He's, he's not so much pissed, he just knows, like, come on, dude. That's a dick. <sighs> yeah, that's that's not how they normally do things. But he's not telling you what to do about it. He's not necessarily saying you need to go murder everybody, but he's <laughs> telling you, like, he's interfering where he shouldn't be. Like, they've got their lines drawn. And that is usually their own realm. Okay. 
And what's his name already burned that shrine, right? It already went into the fire. It is in the fire. Uh, as you look into the fire pit, it is burning rather slowly. Anybody who wants to can give me an arcana or a religion check on that shrine in the fire. Yeah. I'd love to. I got a 1317. It is definitely weakening as far as Kara can tell. Darvin, you can see, feel, it's like some strange smoke and energy coming off of it, and it's becoming less stable. If we're going to continue with the that like thundercloud thing from before where they were meeting in between the tree and the fire pit, it is definitely losing ground. Okay. And it's becoming more erratic. I almost feel like we should pull it out of the fire. And the burning of it is what caused this whole thing. Or but it is also weakening now. That's true. Think of it like you throw a container of lighter fluid into a fire. <laughs> it was very violent at first, and then it burns okay. out. It just kind of stops. Mm. So just let it go, I guess. We've already murdered one insectoid child. Mm-hmm. You have? Well, I haven't. The three of you have? You think these townsfolk see you as individuals and not as a group? You're kind of crazy at this point. Uh. Yeah. You all came in together. God damn it. I mean, I think we have to let that thing burn. Okay. And keep an eye on the townsfolk in case they attack us and wait. I mean, they're gonna attack us. Because they're hungry? I don't know. At least them kids were. Do you want to actively do anything else, Starvin? I don't think there's anything else I can do, so no. Aranis, what would you like to do? I don't know. Where am I at the moment? You're near the base of the, the tree, the shrine. Yes. There's Darvin and Kara, maybe 15, 20 feet away, pretty close to the fire pit. Dead butterfly girl at their feet. Okay. Cocoon, also there at their feet. I'm going to go join up with them. Sure. Just so that I'm not so far away. I don't know what to do other than that. Suggestions, anyone? Aside from run or fight seem to be kind of the two primary choices here. Well, nobody is particularly attacking us, and I would rather not provoke them. Things aren't calm yet. No, I know. People still be butterfly monsters. I just, I'm not sure. I will take up a position to, like, defend the cocoon. I'm not sure why I want to do that, but I... No, that's a good idea. But I that's do. Because um, nothing has tried to attack us. It only tried to attack the cocoon. So, so like, I will take a stance for, like, I will attack the first thing that comes within range of the cocoon. Sure. Kara, mm, what do you want to do? All right, let's walk over and take my dagger back out of Darvin's thigh. Um, sure. He's not that far away. You can reach over and grab your dagger if you want. Yeah, I'm going to do that. And then I'm going to... Stings. Ah, you bitch. Uh, I'm going to need it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for catching it, by the way. Anything else? <laughs> Anything else you want to do? I'm not rushing in to fight these guys, that's for sure. Okay. So, unless anybody else got another oh. answer, I'm going to ready a, an attack for the first thing that comes within reach. Okay. The same thing that Arnis did. Sure. Let's see how Beals' praying is doing. Mmm. Not so good for him. At this point, Riken, who's looking to be a very beefy butterfly man, he goes to the front of the cart of the butterfly wagon. He's been spending weeks preparing grabs the front of it, right where you would attach the horses, lifts it up, and starts pulling it directly towards where you guys are all at. Oh, dear. Single-handedly, just butterfly man and walking it. He's not being super quick, but 
That's awesome. Pulling in closer towards where you're at. And as the wheels turn, you can see he's attached the pulley rope to it, so the wings flap as he walks it closer towards you. <laughs> Very slowly. And Darwin. I think I'm going to do what they're doing and take a defensive right. posture around that cocoon. Uh, Arnis, still defensive? Yeah. Just insulting them. Carl? Oh, actually, I am going to, yeah, thank you. I'm going to insult this big butterfly man. <laughs> Okay. Because I can do that from a nice distance. How far away is he? Let me ask that question first. I'd say 20 feet. Okay, yeah, plenty of feet. He's close enough for this. I yell at him that... Hmm, there's such things as bowling balls in this world. Uh, what do they have? Do people here play Bocce pool? ball? They have bocce ball? And sure. Bowling? Your eyeballs look like bocce balls. I'm not feeling very creative today with my insults. Roll three, so... Rock and roll. That's good enough. So he's going to take some damage. He's going to take three damage. Psychic damage. Not that it probably matters. He has disadvantage on his next attack. Kara, your friend is insulting this bug's eyes. Wonderful. Riken's twitching in response. <sighs> Going to continue to stand ready. That's fine. Gils, first thing that gets near me. Gills is having a hard time controlling himself. He's going between fits of keeping it together and... Going feral. This is not good. Riken is going to pull the wagon up adjacent to the fire pit, and who would be closest to the fire pit? Which one of you? I don't actually know. You set up in a nice little triangle around uh, this cocoon, so I'll just roll for it then. Starvin leaps into the air, flying towards you. His proboscis uncurls, straightens out, and it's coming right at you. Eight versus AC. Oh. And you managed to dodge it, but he's now right up in your face. Okay. Oh, sorry, he should have had disadvantage. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Darwin. I also don't think I would have my sword on me, so I'm going to hit him with a couple punches. Nice, go for it. Seven. All right, you hold back that first punch that says proboscis is refurling. <laughs> what is the term for that? Unfurling? Recoils. Eleven. No. You haven't fought giant insect people before. This is creepy. It is pretty weird. You don't know what it's going to feel like if your fists touch it. Yeah. Arnis. Here's a question. You're not going to tell me what something's intelligence score is if it... No, I'm not going to tell you thing. its intelligence score. Damn it. First, this is something you've never seen before. No. It used to be a person who seemed somewhat intelligent, but now it's a butterfly man, and you have no idea if those things stay smart or not. Hmm. So I'm going to cast uh, Tasha's Hideous Laughter. You need to make a wisdom save. Oh, a wisdom. Roll the 15. Damn it. Okay, it does nothing. He hears a, a peal of laughter go by his ears, shakes it off. Kara. I'm going to stabby stab him, and he's standing near him, right? Mm. Yes. So am I. Wait, 15? Yes, that's going to hit. That's a 6. Okay. I'm going to try and stab him again. That's 21. Oh yeah, that'll hit. And that's a 4. You want to kill Riken? Yes! You stab him right through one of his bulbous, lensed eyes. Falls down, wings just slowly flapping against the ground. Everybody give me a perception roll. You got 13. I have 20. It's not a 10. 
the two of you can hear a pulsing sound coming out of the wagon, like something about to pop. Beals is struggling against the transformation right now. His prayers are probably the only thing keeping him not feral, but you hear a sound as if something's about to pop in the back of that wagon. What do you do, Darwin? Run over to the wagon, check it out. Oh my lord, you're going over there? Okay. What else am I I supposed to do? I don't know. (laughs) Uh, You run over to the rear of the wagon, and the flaps are all closed up nice and tight. Simple little loops of cloth or whatever. It's not locked or knotted or anything. You want to throw, open up the flaps, see what's inside? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Give me a perception roll. I'm so terrified right now. 16. You look inside, and there's this giant cocoon pulsing. And you can see, like, on every outward pulse, it is straining against itself, ready to burst. Holy shit. This is the wagon that they built, right? Mm-hmm. Aris, what do you do? Anything I do, I have to be within at least sight range of. There's one real good way to get a look at that thing. Mm-hmm. What's it gonna be, Aris? Oh, I don't like... There are bug people that are clutching their heads and trying to scream aloud, but they lack the proper mouths. There are people turning into caterpillars around you. Oh my god, this is who so are, Some of them freaky. are curling up into those little coils. Some um, of them are just crawling on buildings. Okay. Alright, so here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna cast sleep. Creatures within 20 feet, I don't know what that means, I would suppose a radius, radius. Okay. of a, of a point I choose. Sure. Within right a 90, within a 90 feet range. So I want it to be smack in the middle of the largest group of things I can see. Sure. You hit a good number of them. Some of them are turning to each other for, you don't know if it's teamwork or guidance or help. 18, 19, 20, 21. What I can do is affect like 21 hit points worth of creatures. Okay. We'll say you put, wait, do they have a saving throw or they just this just happens? Nope, it just happens. Okay. One butterfly man goes down. Three caterpillar people. Also, fall asleep. The duration is a minute. The wings just slowly fold up in that nice little profile. So they're unconscious until the spell ends. They take damage or someone uses an action to shake or slap the sleeper awake. Alrighty, Arnis Car. Is there anything in that fire pit that I could grab that would stay on fire but not burn me? Nothing is, like, freshly placed in there besides that shrine and the whole thing that is now on fire. Is there anything nearby I could grab to set on fire? Uh, give me a quick perception check. Just as you look I could respect. The only thing you could think to do would be to break off a piece of Grawlor's shrine to put in that fire. It's a bad idea. <laughs> is the path between me and the cart open, or, or am I going to have to pass by or through eh. bug people? You have to go by Beals. He's fighting his own battle right now. Okay. He's got a religious battle going on. Oh, run over there. Use my action to cut, like, can I cut a giant chunk of whatever the canvas is or whatever it is off? Yeah. You take your dagger, you cut a big line underneath the wing on the right-hand side, and the flap falls open, dropping the wing to the ground, and inside you see this giant pulsating cocoon filling up the bed of this wagon. Fucking creepy. I'm gonna take it looks like it's about to burst. This giant piece of canvas, and I want to use my bonus action to use all of the current move I have left, and a dash to get to the fire and back with this giant ball of fabric on fire. You can light it on fire. You can't get back. Okay. What is this wrapped around, or are you just holding a giant piece of fabric uh, that is on fire right now? Well, like, does it have some sort of, like, framing holding it together that I could be holding it by? 
The wing is probably four feet by eight feet, like a giant sheet of plywood. It's much lighter since it's Got just it. the frame with cloth covering yeah, it. Yeah, and I would like set the end of it on fire and I'm like holding the other side. Yes, of the frame. you've got this giant sail of a wing yes. that is on fire now in your hands. Who's next to the butterfly wagon? Me. Please make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. You hear it just as it's about to happen. You hear the first crack in the shell of the cocoon. And you duck down, kind of get yourself under the back of the rear of the wagon as it bursts. And just hundreds and hundreds of these fist-sized caterpillars pop out of this cocoon and just blanket the area. Shit, shit. One or two maybe flew a little too far, landed in the fire. You hear a little scream, just like... (laughs) It's not funny, but it's funny. (laughs) I, I mean, it's... Yeah, don't ever do this in real life, kids. Don't put living creatures in the fire. And there are now hundreds of them just scattering the ground about you. They start to collect themselves into groups, and one of them is squirming its way right towards you, one of the groups, and try to crawl up your pants legs and start biting at your ankles. So glad you said ankles. Oh, they're going to roll off. Eight. I'm not wearing my tight pants. Try to shake your legs a bit as they crawl up, and they're not able to get to skin. You can see him kind of on the cuffs of your pants, though. <laughs> and Darvin, it's your turn. For the save, Arvin will say there's three groups of these things. So you're going to attack the group that's on you, and then there's two more on the ground just on either side of the wagon. Okay. I guess I'll attack the group on me with my fists. Oh, God. No, oh, you you could use your feet. You like, stomp on them. Those yeah. count as unarmed weapons, too. Okay, uh, roll your attack. God, I hope Sam's okay. So this is just an arms plus a thing. There's no way for me to do anything about it right now. Ten. They don't have a great AC, but they have a better AC than ten. Damn it. You stomp down, and the first couple stomps are just, like, getting the ones off of your pant legs. Like, as you bring it down to the ground, they just fall to the ground. Do you a second on oh, Absolutely, yeah. you do. Seventeen. Yes. Take a nice little pivot and stomp down right on the heart of them. Seven damage. And you squish a bunch of them. Arnis. Oh, there are caterpillars everywhere. And these are not the friendly kind. They've got, like, a bad stench coming off of them. Um, crawling all up on Darwin a second ago. What is near me currently? You're still near the cocoon. Yeah. Uh, so the tree, the shrine to Grawlor is right above you. Okay. And the branches are extending over your head. Mm-hmm. The fire pit, about 15 feet away. The wagon is parked right next to it. The swarms of caterpillars are on either side of it right now. And then one that's currently trying to swarm their way onto Darwin. I cast Vicious Mockery at a swarm of caterpillars? <laughs> is there any prerequisite that they understand a language? Vicious string of insults is a subtle enchantment at a creature you can see within range if the target can hear you, though it need not understand you. Okay. Does not have to understand you. Yes, you can insult bugs. Jesus Christ, what a world we live in. I, hey, you threw a giant pile of caterpillars at us. Mm-hmm. So this is what you get. You get me insulting caterpillars. How are you insulting a group of caterpillars? Um, I'm going to shout at them that your mother looks like a grub. So mean. I don't want to waste my good insults on like bugs and caterpillars. Like I can't do that. So. Yeah, they rolled a five. So no. Awesome. Little caterpillar tears. And this would be at 
whichever the other group is. Sorry, if I can. There's I, I didn't one on the left and this. one on the right of where Darwin's at right now. You can so choose either one. one of those. It doesn't make any difference. We'll pick the one on the left. They're going to take two damage, and they have disadvantage on the next okay. attack. Thank you. I appreciate it. Kara, what would you like to do? I am taking the giant flaming butterfly wing, and I'm going to put it into the cart to set the cart ablaze. You do that. The cart starts burning. In two turns, it will be fully ablaze, and that cart will be gone. No one will be able to use it ever again. So what's around me now if I'm standing he's, by the burning cart? Uh, if you're on the side of the cart, he's to the rear of it, uh, with caterpillars all around his feet. There's one swarm a little closer to you, and then there's one on the other side of the cart, also next to the fire pit, which Aaron has just insulted. Then I will attack the swarm that's near me. So that's an eight. Not quite. They're tiny little buds. It's hard to stab them with the dagger. Anything else? No, I'm going to use my bonus action to disengage to move near Arnis. I want to help Arnis. You back up a little bit. There's nothing near me. Yeah. I'm just staying over here so that Hudson there's no bugs. really wants to pray right right now. You mean Beals? Beals. Hudson's not here. <laughs> I was like, Fuck. Hudson is not here, bro. No, he's not. Hudson is off on his own adventure right now. It's called Don't Get Murdered by Guards. I've been on that adventure. Still on that adventure. Oh, yeah. Kind of. It's a more pressing issue, though. Right now, it's don't get murdered by bug people. No. He drops to the ground, and anyone near him, so... Darvin, you can definitely see this. Beals, as he drops to the ground, his eyes fully pop out. And I am right next to that guy. curls out around, and his wings just... And he's on the ground, kind of in turmoil right now, as his transformation's taking over him. I'm standing right there. Starvin, the swarm's going to try to crawl up on you again. A ten? No. The other two swarms are going to move around the exterior of the fire pit on either side, and they're heading towards the two of you. They unfortunately are not fast enough, so they'll be about they'll be about a five foot gap in between you and each of those swarms. One to the left, one to the right. They're coming around either side of the fire pit, and you both happen to be standing right by that cocoon too, the one with Catalina in it, or what used to be Catalina. So, Darvin, what are you doing? Attacking my swarm. 13. Yeah, that'll hit. You jump up and land. Four damage. Squishy, squishy. I think I'm going to spend a key point, too, and make two more. 15. That'll hit, too. Also four damage. And I do want to spend a key point and do that again. Are you just spending one key point to do flurry of blows? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you only spend one and you get the two bonus attacks. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Okay. One key point, two bonus attacks. I want to make sure you weren't spending two points here on one turn. No, no. Okay. 16. Yeah. Seven damage. All right, Arnis. Bugs are coming. Beals is changing. Which? Oh shit! Oh man, if he attacks us, we're screwed. I'm gonna stab Beals. Okay, you'll have advantage as you go over and stab Beals on the ground because he's mid transformation. Because if he gets up, we're fucked. I know I'm the worst person in the world, and I you don't... can go for non-lethal. You can. I'm just saying, like you were attacking this man. I am, and I got a twenty-one. Oh yeah. He's flitting around. You kind of step on one of his wings to hold him still and bring your weapon down on him. Six damage. Okay. I would like to use my bonus action to give bardic inspiration to this lady over here. Okay. You inspire Kara. That adds a d6 to an attack roll or a save, right? Yes. An ability check, an attack roll, or saving throw. Got it. Hey, and it's your turn. Sweet. I'm going to also try and... Non-lethal attack this dude. Okay. 23. Yes. Nine damage. You said non-lethal? Yep. 
Okay, you step on his other wing and shove it in into the thorax region. And he's kind of twitching side to side, but he ain't getting up. Is there anything else nearby me that I can Swarms. Attack the swarm. Okay. That's a crit! All right, you go over and attack this swarm that was coming over on the right-hand side. Uh, what are you attacking with? Dagger. And I do three damage. You stab at the ground a couple times, and you come up and there's like two caterpillars stuck on your dagger. <laughs> you could barbecue them. You could, right here, over the fire. Do you wish to eat the caterpillars that you just killed? No. Okay. Want to put that on just yeah, in case? Yeah, I wouldn't. Not at all. It is their turn. Well, it would be Beals' turn, but no. All right, Darwin. They they start climbing up your pants again. They wanna get to know you. They rolled an eight. Ah, uh, nope. Yeah, one of the swords is gonna come over and try to crawl up onto Arnis. No. Yeah. Eleven. No. And then they're gonna go for Kara. They start crawling up your pants legs. No. I'm wearing my bar winch skirt. All right, they are crawling up past your boots, trying to get up past your socks, under that bar winch skirt. Caterpillars roll a 13 oh, to get yeah, under the bar winch skirt. That's not good. How much health do you have right now? 10. That's not good. They just did 11 piercing damage. They crawled up your legs, and you just feel them, like, under your skirt, and they're crawling up into your blouse, and they're just all biting. <laughs> You feel this chewing sensation everywhere. Oh, God. Oh. Darwin. Do I see what happened to her? Oh, yeah. Aranis, can you help her? Of course I can. Do something else. So I'm attacking my swarm again. Seven. Is it yeah. No. Count as a saving throw. Oh, great. Oh, that'll hit. Doesn't yes. really make up for that seven, but... I'm just trying to figure out if bardic inspiration counts from death save. Ten damage. Um, I think I lose it when I go unconscious. Can't really use things when you're unconscious. Yeah. Yeah. You do that to your swarm, and there's still a few of them crawling about, but you've killed the majority of yours. And then we go to Arnis. I cast Cure Wounds. Seven. I'm not dead. You cough, and a caterpillar just like coughs out of your throat. Oh, oh. fucking gross. Bugs is his turn. I'm gonna try to attack Darwin first. They're gonna fail horribly. Then Arnis. Fourteen. Yeah, it's gonna hit. Six. And then, uh, hey, Kara. I can't save you if you go down. Thirteen. It's gonna hit. I've, I've got eleven. She's Kara. not wearing armor. Why aren't you wearing armor? Because she wasn't wearing her armor around town. There was no reason to. I'm dead. Just tell me I'm dead, Scott. Seven. The exact amount that you just got back. And I can't save you. It's okay. That wagon is now lit ablaze. It ain't going nowhere. Yeah. You burned the thing that they all popped out of. Yay, but not any of them, so... Uh, Darwin. I still have this one, right? Oh, shit. Kara goes unconscious and becomes not Kara. Oh, yeah, that's true. I totally totally forgot. Forgot about that, yeah. Kara passes out and you see this lanky, white-haired person in bar wench clothes on the ground. It's all right. We're all going to die, so... Give me a second. How does Darwin react to this? You've got bugs all around you. You kill bugs. That's what you do. Yes, but he's going to think the two are related. Roll me... Something wisdom or intelligence. Probably what are you feeling? Something nature? Insight? Nature? I'd go nature. It's nature. It's knowledge of species. Sure, we could do nature. I mean, I'll, I'll leave it up to you. <laughs> Ten. No, that's a mystery that's going to have to solve itself at a later date. <laughs> 
you you got bigger things to worry about right now. Can I get it comically wrong? Sure. They they done sucked all the color out of Kara. Wow. Drained her like a bunch of mosquitoes. <laughs> okay. I guess I'll attack my swarm again. Yeah, that'll do it. Four. You want to kill your swarm? Yeah. All right, they're gone. You stamp out the last of them. Can I? You have a use yes. movement. You got a movement. Right. You got your bonus action. Okay. Some more attacks. So can I move to another swarm? Absolutely, you can. I'll do move. you want the ones that are currently killing Kara or attacking Arnis? Killing Kara, maybe I can stop him <laughs> from doing more damage. Okay. Thirteen. That'll hit. Six damage. And then Arnis. Oh man, those caterpillars went to town on Kara. Well, I've got my own swarm to deal with, so mm-hmm. I'm going to attack them with my dagger. You know what? I'm going to use my bonus action first and give myself bardic inspiration. There you go. I'm going to do that. I'm, just... I'm the best around. <laughs> sure. I don't think it's even going to help me, because I'd have to basically roll a six to do anything. I crit failed. Nah. No, a crit fail is a miss on an attack, no matter what. Anything else you'd like? I can't. That's right. my whole thing. I mean, I could try to run away, but they're already on me, right? There's some, like, on the cuffs of your pants. Yeah. They're not crawling up on your shoulders yet. I mean, I can try to, like, back away from them a little bit. But... Sure. So I use my Do move that. to... And there's, like, a very tiny trail of them. Like, one of them is still on the cuff of your pants, and there's, like, a little doop 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 dotted trail back to the swarm. Kara, roll a death saving throw. It's okay. That's one save. All right. Uh, it is their turn. The swarm that attacked Darwin is not going to continue after him. They are few in number. They are still going off of basic instincts. So we'll have the swarm that was attacking Arnis go after Darwin instead. Twelve? No. And then the ones that were on Kara. Yeah, they want to go after Darwin as well. They are going to... All right, 21. Yes, that will be. Twelve. Piercing damage. What do you got health-wise? Two. Oh, motherfucker. We need to run away. They we are can't fight all up in your pants and, and I don't your know what shirt to do. and in your hair. Gentle gnawing everywhere. <laughs> and, uh, Darwin, what do you want to do? So much for trying to do some good. I'm like, could I, like, throw I'm myself lost. on the ground and start rolling around? Yeah, you sure can. Right. You do that as an unarmed attack. All right. Roll an unarmed attack for me. You're basically body-slamming these bugs. That's kind of smart. Twelve. Yes, that'll hit. You roll around. Four damage. And you get a good number of them off of you. They're out of your shirt, at least. I'm gonna use my bonus action to do the same thing. Yeah, keep on rolling. Eight. No. Good thinking. I like where you're at. I'm on a roll. Well, I'm gonna give you some inspiration for that. That was good. <laughs> I like that a lot. That was smart, yeah. I need to remember inspiration's a thing. <laughs> I need to remember to use it. Aridus. I'm gonna cast Vicious Mockery at the swarm that's on him. You do so in there. Fail terribly. How are you insulting these bugs? Well, they take two damage in my semi-panicked state now <laughs> because I'm freaking out a little. I'd say you're you're squishier than a fresh poop. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know. We got highbrow right up here. I can see it <laughs> off in the distance on the mountaintop. This is mockery. We are <laughs> at the bottom. <laughs> And down here, we are in the valleys of the lowbrow. All right, Kara. Yeah. Death saving throw, please. That's another save. Swarms is his turn. The swarm that you were first fighting, they're now crawling over towards the tree. In fact, so is the swarm that was just on you. They're crawling over towards the tree. Mm. But there is still one swarm left. Arnis, you've already run, right? 
I've backed away. Which leaves me only Darvin to attack. Then are going to roll a four. You're too quick for caterpillars. Yeah. Good job, buddy. Yeah. Darvin. I'm trying to put some distance. Okay, you do that. They are nowhere near fast enough to like chase after you. You get a little bit of distance. Arnas, what do you want to do? Two of the groups are headed over towards the tree. Where's the third one? Right where Darvin just was. There's still a good number of them. Meaning that's near where Kara is, right? Yes, near where Kara is, um, near where the cocoon is. Then I want to cast Vicious Mockery on them. They crit failed. Um, of course they did. Just say you do max damage on this because they are dumb, dumb bugs. Okay. Just tell me what you insult them with. I tell them they couldn't find their head with two pinchers and a flashlight. You say this thing that just, it's like uttering chaotic gibberish into somebody's <laughs> brain. They're just, what? God. And it hurts them to think about the words you just said. It's four? Yep. Okay. Unless you're going to move or do anything else, it's Kara's turn. Oh, no, I'm not going to move. Kara, make that death saving throw. I am no longer dead or dying. Veil is passed out on the ground, all pale and wiry. And it's the Bugs' turn. Those two small groups are climbing up the tree. And then one of them is slowly crawling after Darvin and Aranis. Their movement is less than yours, so they cannot catch up. Darwin, what do you want to do? I'm going to talk to her. Because yeah. I feel like we need to... If you guys want to keep running them in circles, there's no way they will ever catch up. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Maybe so just, like, kind of keep moving. Maybe, yeah. So if you need a moment to plan something out or decide something, now's the time. Let's do that. I feel like we should pick her up. Yep. And get the hell out of here. Yep. I don't know where, though. Because there's still people in the streets, too, All right? my shit is in the inn. Hey. I'm not leaving without my crossbow. I'm sorry. I would like my armor. But I can't really say that. Kara doesn't even have her armor. Okay, so we get her to the inn. We board it the hell up. We plan our next move. I mean, I think at the very least we need to, like, lock ourselves in our room and plan our next move. Let's, for the moment, assume the caterpillars aren't going to be able to get past the door lock. That's fine. They're not locksmiths. Yeah. All right, well, let's do that. Okay. But she's probably heavy, so we probably need to carry her together. Both of us. Yeah, if you wanted to yeah. move at your normal speed, you'd have to both carry her. Yeah, we're both going to have to All do right. that. So you both grab onto Veil, rush back into the Nectar Pond, and into your room. Yes. And lock yourselves in. Yes. Well, is it possible to lock the downstairs? Because we might need access to the entirety mm, of the inn. You don't have the keys. You would have to get that from either Grooks or Edner, but I mean, who like, are currently... Let's just say not rational. We'll, we'll like shove a chair under the knob. If you want to like anyway to just like if not. If you want to barricade it, yeah, yeah, sure. And then we could lock our room too, but we might need access to the rest of the inn. Okay. The you two do you want to do that? Full of bugs. Sure, I want to get the two. You can uh, both roll a d twenty. Uh, add strength or dex. Nineteen. Twelve. You managed to barricade it pretty well. And then yes, up to the room and lock our room too. Yep. But this way, if we need food or whatever. All right, you're in your room. Tending to Vale, who seems like they're going to pull through. Give me a perception roll, the two of you, as you're in there. Six. Yep, same. At some point, you hear some very light beating of wings every now and again. You don't see anything. And after, say, about six hours, stall dies down. It's perfectly quiet. I'm going to just open the drawer where we stashed all of our shit real quick. Hmm. You open that drawer, it looks just as you left it. I feel like we just failed to save the whole town. Well, they didn't ask for our help. That's true. And they were all like, these are cool. Oh, I don't want to pull them off. And I'm not so, particularly aligned like, good, but you know. But, I mean, here's the thing. Like, I am, but 
they also, like, we attempted to find out what was going on. We attempted to help them. They didn't want it's, to help It's not themselves. like we destroyed them. It's not like no. our fault. We, we just didn't do that. Didn't no, their leader did, did that. That's true. Ish. With See? help. You guys want to stay the night up in here? Yes. You stay the night up in she, here. She, he has to sleep. Veil, you heal up over the night. Yay. I can't believe he hasn't asked me about that yet. I mean, I think I would have by now. Sure. While the two of you are barricading up and getting Vale into one of the beds to rest up for the night. Sure, if you want to ask anything about uh, uh, that person there, by all means. the hell do the caterpillars do to her? Um, I don't think it's really my place to say. So I'm, I will let them tell you. Is that good enough? No, but... <laughs> for now, I mean... Yeah. Until Kara regains consciousness. Yeah. Morning comes. Vale, wake up. Got a pounding headache. Great. It hurts. There's bite marks just everywhere. All down your arms and legs. You're not feeling particularly good. You've got one HP right now. But you've got enough energy to get around <laughs> and get yourself looking how you want. But as you wake up, you notice Aranis and Darvin just staring right down at you. So, what happened? Well, thank God you're not dead. Giant yeah, thank you. Very large caterpillars nommed on you. Okay, so what's the plan? We came back up here to regroup, stay the night, and then our plan is to get the fuck out of town. Sounds like a viable plan. Anybody have an idea where Sam is? Nope. No. We should probably find him. We should try. The last time we saw him was where? He was at the fire pit, right? Talking with people? Was he at the bar? I don't remember. Yeah, he was at the bar. And we had him take the things off? Yeah. Has anybody, like, looked out a window or anything since y'all boarded us up in here? Um, nope. Do you want to head out of the room? Go see what the town looks like? Can I look out of a window first? I'm putting my armor on. Let's see if there's anything that I see. Yeah, I grab my sword for sure. Yeah, I grab sure. my armor. So, Veil, do you continue with your Kara disguise? Uh, I will need to put it on because we're going to go see Sam, so yes. Okay. And you look out a window. Give me a perception roll. Oh, yeah. I'm not doing well. I got a nine. I got a four. It's very calm outside. Your window doesn't face the center of the town, so you can't really see exactly where you were before, but you give a good listen, and it seems very calm. Do you want to go out? Yeah, but carefully and stealthily. Yeah. Unlock your door. Head downstairs. Barricade from the front door. Open it up. Give me another perception roll. Now you can see some shit. Good 19. I'm at 12. 20. Darvin and Kara... You look around and you do see a bunch of the townsfolk and they appear to be passed out on the ground in shells of these butterfly and caterpillar bodies. Like they cracked open and inside there they were. They're passed out or they're dead in there or something. It appears whatever they were in before just kind of cracked open like an egg. And their human bodies are inside? Their human bo- their normal human Naked-ass bodies are inside. All right, well, I guess we should try to wake one. No, no, no. no. We're getting right. the fuck out of here. All right. We're going to ninja our way through town, find Sam, and GTFO. Okay. Give me another perception roll. 16. 15. 6. Arnis and Kara, as you get closer to the fire pit, you can see a slight shimmer in the air around it, like a bubble. And oh, inside, okay. almost like a an ethereal living figure of that small shrine that Beals was burning and is kind of moving growing out towards the edge of this sheen is being stopped by just, like it can't reach past it's up to you what you want to do 
I don't really have anything that can fight that, whatever that is. I'm not about to walk. It's out not tonight. lashing out violent. It's like a very slow, like just kind of gentle. It's it's testing its boundary. I'm more concerned about finding Sam and getting out I of agree. here. Let's find Sam and go. Sure. You head back over towards the wagons, and there they are, still hitched to one another. The horses are in the stables. They're sniffins, sitting in the back of the rear wagon, anxiously looking around. Sam is nowhere to be seen. And with that, we'll bring this chapter to a close. But the story will always continue. Podcast art created by Vanessa Blockland. You can find more of her art on Facebook or at vanessablockland.com. Blockland, spelled B-L-O-K-L-A-N-D. Podcast music by Daryl Dibber Reconos. You can find more of his music at dibber.mo or at soundcloud.com slash dibbermusic. Dibber spelled D-I-B-U-R. Thank you for listening to this chapter in Seasons of Skyrim. If you like what you heard, please rate and review us on your podcast platform of choice. If you want to reach out to us personally, you can find us on Twitter at Skyrim Podcast or email us at skyrimpodcast at gmail.com. We are also on Facebook, where you can like and follow us or just chat with some awesome people. Thank you again for joining us. We'll see you next time.